Ganga and King Bali Lord Vishnu has arrived on earth in 10 different incarnations, Dashavataras, at various eras. He assisted the earth in the abolition of some major demon, difficulty in each of his avatars. The Vamana avatar was one of these, as he came to earth disguised as a dwarf Brahman. Bali Chakravarti was a wealthy and strong Asura king with elephants, chariots, cavalry, and an army at his disposal. He was also a huge Vishnu devotee. According to legend, as a result of this, his strength rose exponentially, to the point where even Indra, the god-king, was scared of losing the heavens to him. Indra turned to Vishnu for assistance. During a major gene, Bali, like other kings, gave whatever the Brahmins requested. Vishnu disguised himself as a dwarf Brahman and travelled to Bali Chakravarti. The king was aware that Vishnu had arrived because his guru Shukracharya, who was standing nearby, recognized Vishnu and warned him. Bali knelt low to the dwarf, believing in honoring his word, and asked the Brahman what he wanted. Three steps of land were requested by the Brahman. The king agreed right away and instructed him to measure it out. The dwarf grew into a tremendous size, Trivikrama, and then something miraculous happened. He walked across the earth in a single step. He covered the skies with his second step. Nothing was left for the third footstep. The head of King Bali was offered. Trivikrama drove Bali into the Patala Loka, or subterranean world of serpents and demons, with one foot on his head. Brahma cleaned his foot, as it was a wonderful manifestation of Lord Vishnu's, and collected the water into his Kamandala while Trivikrama's foot filled the skies. Ganga, Brahma's daughter, was born from this holy water. According to another version, Ganga was Himavan's daughter and Uma's sister. Indra took her to the heavens to comfort the gods. Under Brahma's care, Durvasa's curse Ganga grew up to be playful and cheerful. According to folklore, a sharp breeze once swept off sage Durvasa's cloth while he was bathing. Young Ganga, who happened to be there, burst out laughing uncontrollably. Durvasa cursed the baby Ganga telling her that she would spend her time on earth as a river where everyone may take a cleaning bath. The legend of how Shiva saved goddess Ganga according to folklore. Ganga is a celestial river that landed on this planet and whose force would have caused devastation to the world. So Shiva took it on his head and let it flow softly down the Himalayan slopes via his hair. This is a dialectical statement of its holiness and what it represents to individuals. For an Indian, the purity of the river has become a metaphor of purity. If you work with rivers, you're aware that each one has its own personality. The Nile in Egypt, the Danube in Europe, the Volga flowing through Russia and Central Asia, the Mississippi in America. In the Amazon in South America are all examples of this. They aren't only treated as bodies of water. Most civilizations, as we know, emerge from riverbanks for obvious reasons. But for those who are directly tied with the river, it takes on a life of its own. 
It has its own personality, with its own moods, emotions, and oddities. A river is a living thing, and the Ganga in India is no exception. I've had the good fortune of journeying up practically every major tributary of Ganga, including the Mandakini, Alekananda, and, of course, the Bhagirathi, which is the main section of Ganga, all the way to its source in Gomukh. It symbolizes sanctity and purity in the Himalayas. But it is the lifeblood of the northern plains of the Indian subcontinent as it flows down into the plains. Over the course of history, the Ganga has seen a number of dynasties rise and fall. It has always been a source of power and wealth for the inhabitants of that region of the country. Now is the time to think of Ganga as a resource. And we have damned it in the Himalayas, which has harmed many people who regard Ganga as a living mother or goddess. It has also been heavily contaminated further down in the plains. Several concerned individuals are working to restore Ganga to its natural state. I've been visiting the Himalayas for 30 years and have seen a significant difference in the amount of snow. Many of the snow-capped summits have lost their snow cover and have become naked, jagged edges. The Ganga as a river is in grave danger. And the glacier is rapidly receding. As we can see at the Gomuk's very beginning. It was given the name Gomuk because it resembled a cow's face. I remember going there for the first time in August of 1981. And it was just a 15 to 20 foot orifice with water spewing out of it. And it looked a lot like a cow's mouth. It is now a 200 foot wide cave with a walking distance of over half a mile. Climate change is having a spectacular impact on the Ganga's life. And if it threatens the river's survival at any time, it might spell disaster for the northern region of India where it has long been a lifeline for the people. The importance of Ganga preservation every culture, every people, and every civilization requires some symbols to motivate them to live lives of greater holiness. The Ganga has always done this. And the largest gatherings of people occur on its banks during the Kumbha Milas. When more than 8 to 10 crore people congregate, there is no other place on the earth where such a gathering of people takes place. The Ganga and the cleanliness it represents for people have always been the backbone of this inspiration. This symbolism is really important. Saving and maintaining the purity of this river is important not just for our survival but also for the human soul.